For a lot of people, it's easy to put others first ahead of themselves. For example, when you're on public transport, it's easy to offer your seat to an elderly person or to someone else that really needs it more than you do. And especially if you're in the caring profession or your career or your business is that of a service, our natural tendency is to give and therefore to consider others, whether it be our customers or our clients, ahead of ourselves. But what happens when we give too much? Or is it even possible to give too much? And the short answer is yes. When we give too much, ultimately we're prioritising others above ourselves. And when we do, we come out of equilibrium and end up feeling resentful. Now you'll be able to remind yourself of moments in your life where you gave too much, or you over-delivered, or you put others first to the sacrifice of yourself. And when you recall those times, you'll have a feeling of resentment or hurt. And that's not good. Now don't get me wrong, it's good to give, but we have to maintain equilibrium. We have to maintain balance. When we give too much, it's no longer simply acts of kindness or acts of love when it's done all the time and the person that ultimately suffers is you. So in order for you to get the most out of this episode, I'm going to touch on a lot of different elements for you to consider. Firstly, we all know that when we're on a plane, we're told by the air stewards that in the event of a loss of cabin pressure, we're to put our own oxygen mask on first before attending to others. So we know this when it comes to flying, but we don't incorporate it into the rest of our life. Why not? On the episode I called Give from the Saucer, I explained why it's important to fill our own cup of life first to overflowing so that we can give to others from the saucer and not from the cup. And from that episode you've learned how it affects our self-worth and our self-love. Now if we deplete our cup of life too much, then our self-worth and our self-love decreases. When that happens, our confidence decreases. And then ultimately our genius pendulum comes out of equilibrium. Think of it this way. Imagine a pendulum in front of you. Now, when that pendulum is in equilibrium, it's a straight vertical line. If it moves to the right or to the left, it's now out of equilibrium. When your self-worth and your self-love is out of equilibrium, it's going to result in you being altruistic. In other words, you will give more to others. Now, this might take the form of giving to charity or being involved in charity. Or it can be that you help others or you over-deliver to others or you deliver your service for free or you give to others. This can then lead to where we give to others to the sacrifice of ourselves. Now, there's a multitude of reasons of what gives rise to this, and it's impossible to go through them all in this particular podcast without working one-on-one with an individual to find out ultimately why it's actually happening. But let me give you a couple of reasons as to what has given rise to this over the past number of years. Firstly, different books that were written and different speakers talking about personal success and so on, one of the messages that they gave to people was to be of service, to give, and therefore by giving, you will receive. But the problem with that is that they were spreading their misunderstanding of what that message really meant. And also people were interpreting it in the wrong way. And so what happened was that people gave to others in the hope that they would have it returned to them in the form of business or money. So what grew was the belief that to gain, we had to give first. It was completely misunderstood and misinterpreted. So let me try and explain the difference. We are here in this life to give and to share with others what is in line with our purpose. It's by giving and sharing with others that we help others to make a difference. It's our purpose and mission to do when it's in line with our purpose and our mission. It's how we make the greatest impact. In other words, we're not to use our purpose just to help ourselves. It's to help give and to serve others that which is in line with our purpose. We're not here to give freely to others that which is not in line with our purpose. So what happens is that people give to others and serve others in all areas of their life on the understanding that they will be rewarded for it. 
The terminology that's even used in a well-known business networking group are the phrases along the lines of givers gain. In other words, give to others before we gain from them. That's a misinterpretation of the universal law and instead is the use of the law of reciprocity, which is a social psychological law and not a universal law. And then people wonder why it's not working for them and then they become resentful. When it comes to giving to others and to serve others, it is meant to be in line with your purpose. When it's in line with your purpose, that's when you inwardly have a desire to share as much as you possibly can and to give gratefully to and with others as much as you can when it's in line with your purpose. You'll never tire of giving when it's in line with your purpose. I can't emphasize it enough. When your giving is in line with your purpose, you will naturally want to give more without expectation. When you give to others when it's not in line with your purpose, there will then be the expectation of a return or a gain. And when it doesn't happen, resentment starts to come into play. And when that's there, well, that's not a fun life to have anyway. Now, is it good to give? Yes, absolutely. We do it in most areas of our life. We give gifts at Christmas, for birthdays, for anniversaries and for other occasions. We give to charity and worthy causes. And when we see someone that needs help, we give. And of course those times are good, but that's not what I'm talking about here. When your focus is to serve and to give to others, when it's not in line with your purpose, then it doesn't serve them and it doesn't serve you. You're here to serve others in line with your purpose, not to be a servant. Which leads me into the next point that I wanted to share with you. And that is when when you're given to others, when it's not in line with your purpose, not only do you start to become resentful, but you become what I call a lost soul. Being a lost soul is that inner feeling that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. But you just haven't figured out what it is that you're supposed to be doing. In other words, your purpose. There's no longer any meaning to your life. And so you get this overwhelming feeling of being lost, being lonely or being down. You still give to others because that's what you want to do. It's just that you're giving in the wrong area for your life. And the only way out of it is to be on the right track, to be on your purpose. Your passion for life follows your purpose. What I mean by that is you have to be living your life according to your purpose to be really feeling fully passionate about life. When you're trying to find your passion first before finding your purpose, well, you've got it the wrong way around. Passion follows purpose. As we say in Ireland, that's like having the cart before the horse. Remember, your passion follows your purpose. The more you're on your purpose, the more your passion for life increases in all areas of your life. Another reason that people give to others before themselves is because it's their way of expressing love. And what they want in return is to be loved, for the love to be expressed back to them. And this becomes more so the case when their self-worth is low. It can also be a passion that they learned while they were growing up, that in order to keep the calm in the house, to not have those around them get upset, or to keep the peace, the best thing to do was to give to others, to look after others, to make sure that they were okay before looking after themselves, or where they would leave themselves to last. An easy example of how you can observe this is at mealtimes, where one parent will serve another parent and the kids first, and they'll serve them the best food first, and what they'll do is leave themselves to last, to be served. And they'll have what is left over. In other words, not the best food. It's a passion and behaviour that they've learned, which I talked about on the last episode. There are so many ways in which we will put others first before ourselves, which is to the detriment of ourselves and to others. I've covered a number of them here, but there's many, many more. So what are some of the things you can do? Well, firstly, it's about recognising it within yourself and where you give to others before yourself. Next, it's to know your purpose and to be on the right track. And therefore, you will be giving in the right area and in the right way. If you don't know what your purpose is, then please get in touch with me because that's exactly what I do. You don't want to be a lost soul. 
Next, it's to look at your self-worth and your self-love and to determine what needs to be done and also whether you're given to others out of a learned passion and behaviour or out of an expression of love and wanting to receive love in return. And here's one exercise you can do if you're concerned about reducing your giving to other people. On a sheet of paper, write down the name of the person that you would be reducing the giving to. Then write down what is the giving you'd be reducing. And when you have that, now begin to write down all the benefits that person would gain by you reducing your giving. Now, I know that's going to seem counterintuitive when you initially think of how on earth can by you reducing or eliminating your giving, can that benefit the person? But stick with it. Let's take a simple example where you're a parent and you're looking after one of your teenage kids and you're looking after by doing all their laundry, you're making all their meals and you're keeping them organized. Now, in your mind, you might perceive that you're loving them by looking after all their needs and therefore by you reducing your giving, it doesn't benefit them because now they have to do all the work for themselves. So your natural reaction might be that in fact that there's no benefits to them. But if you stick with the exercise, what you'll find is that there are benefits and plenty of them. Begin to look at all the new skills that they'll develop and how those new skills will help them when they get a place of their own and start living with their own partner. And then when they have kids of their own, how will what they've learned will actually benefit them as a parent and their kids? That's just one line of thought to go down, but you'll get an idea of how there's so many benefits that can be accumulated. And if you were to continue the exercise, what you'll find is it's better to give yourself permission to do the things for yourself and to prioritise yourself before others. It's where it's important to put your own oxygen mask on first, not just on the plane when the cabin pressure drops, but in a lot of other areas of your life as well. This is just one simple example, but we can go much further on it and cover many more areas of how you can change your perceptions and beliefs around putting yourself first. But first thing to do is to identify where in your life are you putting others first and by doing so, how is it having an impact on you? Then it's a case of bringing your genius pendulum back into equilibrium. And if you want to know more about how that's done, just go to my website, paulwilliamdavis.com and reach out to me as I'd love to help you. But until next time, I wish you every success.